you're listening to the Ivan Van Hetten podcast. Hello everyone, it's Ivan Van Hetten here with episode number one of my podcast. Why the thing? Because I always wanted to put together my own podcast and uh, took a minute, but here we are. In today's episode, I would like to shed some light on a topic that all of us musicians, especially the touring musicians, we've been confronted with at one stage or or, or another in uh, in our careers. Most musicians experience this from time to time, and it's the feeling of nervousness before a gig, and in extreme cases, even stage fright. And when I say nerves, I mean potentially worrying too much about the things that might go wrong on the gig instead of looking forward to an enjoyable gig. I think that it doesn't always have to be a bad thing. It, this is just from my perspective, my experience. I am not here. Maybe this is the disclaimer that I should get into straight away. You know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not looking at this topic from a scientific perspective. I'm looking at this topic and I'm talking about this topic solely from my personal perspective only. There are different reasons why nervousness can kick in. Um, one could be you haven't done the show with the band yet. This is the first time you're going on stage with the band or first gig or first tour with the band. Um, another reason might be, and that's a tricky one, you know, your family and friends sitting in the audience watching you play. It's always a bit of a difficult one. Or similar to the first point, you've not only never played with the band, but you've never really met these musicians and have maybe had one rehearsal or no rehearsal. And you're still supposed to go on stage and play to the best of your abilities. I do believe that there are things that you could do to diminish that feeling and get yourself into a relatively calm state before you go on stage. Personally, I, I must say that a little bit of kind of like butterflies in your in your in your belly before you go on stage is a lovely feeling. You know, I I like feeling that emotion of um, you know five minutes before the show, or ten minutes or seven minutes, whatever it may be, and and feeling excitement, drive, and feeling oh man, I can't. I can't wait to go on stage, man. What, five more minutes? That long? Man, let's go on stage now. That kind of feeling. That's a lovely feeling. Nevertheless, when it when it overtakes your, your ability to think straight and to think, um, okay, what's the first song in the show? Um, you know, what's the what's the tempo of the first song how does the first song open and you know when when it gets in the way of all of that then there could be a few things obviously there could be a few things which you could try in order to 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 try to avoid or at least minimize that feeling of nervousness All right, so these points that I'm going to list here for you, um, they come from my personal experience, once again, touring experience just from a long time of doing it. And it also comes from students frequently asking me about this. The first thing that might be helpful is 
being as prepared you can be for the gig. It's not just the professional thing to do, but it's also the respectful thing to do. Being well prepared makes you feel more comfortable. Because often it tends to be an interesting correlation between the amount of nervousness one might feel versus the amount of preparation that has been put in for the gig, i.e. not being prepared enough. You know, as professional musicians, when you're asked to do a gig or a tour, the professional thing to do is to lock yourself up in the room with the artist's material and you learn it. I tend to learn it until I know it backwards and upside down. Like the other day when I got a phone call from a wonderful sax player by the name of Derek Nash. And my connection with Derek Nash goes back to the Jules Holland Orchestra, who I happen to have done gigs with. And he offered me a few gigs with one of his own projects. So Derek sends me the material, including written charts, etc., etc. Not only did I learn the material, but I went as far as learning the entire set by heart. I turned up to the gig and played the show as if I've been playing with the band for the past 50 years or something. You see, my case in point is to learn the material so thoroughly that by the time I go on stage, even if it's just for one show, I'm so confident about what to play that that confidence automatically eliminates any eventual nervousness. Okay, the second thing you can try to do to help to minimize the feeling of nervousness before a show is if there's a sound check, which most most shows, most gigs you do, um, you will have a sound check, except if you're doing like the festival circuit and it's just a line check, quick line check, come in, do the gig, get off stage. In most cases, you will have a, a, a decent sound check for an, an hour or two hours or whatever it might be. During the sound check, try to get a reasonable sound in your monitors. I'm not saying a perfect sound because that's hard you know that's unless you have a sound engineer that's working with your band and all that but at least get yourself a decent sound where you can hear yourself in combination with hearing the band well enough so you can play comfortably now on a quick side note before heading to the next point i will do a separate episode on sound checks as i think that sound checks are a thing in itself is a beast in itself Sound checks can be great, can be helpful, and sound checks can be absolute nightmares. Also because I think that there's a few serious misunderstandings out there when it comes to what sound checks are actually meant for. I won't go into it now, like I just said, but I will get back to sound checks. The the third piece of advice is is an interesting one because um, you can take that as far as you would want to take that. But I would say right before a show, right before the gig starts, just take two minutes or one minute. Some people need half an hour, and that's why it's such a stretchable um, subject. But take a few moments, at least, for yourself, um, just to be alone, just to be in the dressing room or whatever. Um, just just find it or... or, or or a, a quiet space somewhere backstage. Um, so you can just be alone and think about the music or, or think about 
the show the running order of the show maybe that that's that's uh, usually a good thing to do you just sit alone not accompanied by anyone else in the band just you and yourself you go through the, the mood and the running order of the show and identify for yourself which are oh yeah okay num- number five you know the the fifth song in the show that's where i have my solo or, or the sixth song in the show is that's where we I don't know, do that little funny dance or whatever it might be. You, you, you throw, it's almost like you're throwing some extra preparation on top of preparation. What you also can do, you can also do the absolute opposite. Uh, you can also take those two minutes just to sit in the corner and meditate maybe or just close your eyes and just breathe and just be with a completely empty mind. In light of the pre-show rituals which we're addressing now, I'd like to share a quick story about a certain band that I toured and recorded and played with for well over 20 years. They are the biggest and by far the most famous band hailing from the Netherlands called Dumar. Um, If you don't know them, look them up. Um, Sadly, the front band, who also happened to be the bass player of the band, passed away this year, which has been, as you can imagine, uh, heartbreaking for all of us involved. But um, I think it's nice and appropriate to share a good memory of that band that, that I do have, which could tie in nicely with the wider point which I'm trying to make here. One particular thing I do remember about Dumar uh, is that, um, well, there's many, many good things that I do remember about Dumar, but in the light of this this. Uh, this thing I was referring to was that we would usually gather in, everybody had their own dressing rooms, of course, but then we would gather maybe maybe 10 minutes before the show, we would all gather in either Henny's room or in the keyboard player's room, Aaron's room, or any anyone's room, really. We'd, 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 or, or maybe it was a, a, a green room. But anyway, we would kind of get together uh, about four, about five minutes before the show, 10 minutes before the show, and we just be together. And it was a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing because um, it creates, well, you want to call it fellowship or a certain level of togetherness, which is very calming. It's very, very soothing and very calming and kind of grounds you on a mental level. But it also creates that kind of thing of, uh, all right, well, in 10 minutes, you know, whatever happens, we're on stage and, uh, you know, we got we to gotta be at our best again tonight. That could be a helpful thing as well, which is why I'm, you know, sharing this story here. And it was, it was a lovely, it was a lovely, uh, really, really nice thing to experience each and every single night we'd be doing this, you know? It, it was a ritual. We, we, it always happened. We didn't even think about it. It's actually now I'm talking about it. Now I'm thinking about it. Uh, oh, yeah, well, that's, 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 a, that's a cool thing we used to do. Ten minutes before the show, we'd kind of get together in one of the rooms. And uh, obviously I need be cracking some inappropriate jokes, maybe, or somebody would be throwing around some some jokes about whatever and we'd be killing ourselves laughing um, until literally one minute before the show our manager would then open the door and he'd stare at us and say right it's time and then we'd have to follow him to to the stage 
And what that does is, is it kind of relaxes you into the show. You, you, instead of the last minute panic, sort of the last minute trying to cling on to, oh yeah, well in that bar, then you sing that and then you do that. Instead, instead of going through all that stuff that actually might potentially stress you out even more, you're just cracking jokes. You're just hanging out 10 minutes before the show. You go on stage and you have an absolutely wonderful time. The fourth thing is being in the present. When you're on stage, you're on stage. And it's... I, I, I would not be able to find the words to describe how precious the moment feels when you're in the moment and when you fully allow yourself to be in the moment. I think I, I, I would want for every musician on this planet to, to experience that. And when you're in the moment, um, you know, the, the, the saying that the sky's the limit doesn't even begin to cut it. Uh, and, if you can learn to, or if you can try to let go of how someone else might think in the audience or how, how, for instance, your performance might be judged by the audience while you're playing um, or about how you played last night and how terrible you think you sounded last night. You know, all those things can really, really seriously hold you back from being in the now, being in the moment. It, it might sound a bit floaty, but it's not. It's very real. A thing like that does exist. If you can try to just be in the moment. Now, I'm not saying that that being in the moment would be a perfect moment. It's not always perfect when you're in the moment, but it is magical. It is there is a, a magical thing about just l letting everything go and just kind of relinquishing yourself to the fact that, all right, now we're on stage. Now it's got to happen. I'm just going to play like there's no tomorrow. My next point is one on a bit of a subconscious level, maybe, but it hopefully makes sense. Just look into the audience i know many many musicians who are uh not they never really look into the audience they they're, they're constantly going through this thing um with their eyes closed and there's there's a lot to say for that absolutely um but if you're struggling with being nervous before you go on stage it might be helpful to just look into the audience face them people you'd be amazed at how many smiles you'd see. If you look into an audience while you're playing with a band, you don't generally see people sitting down with a note block and a pen and frantically writing down all the mistakes they hear. I've never been to a gig like that, right? What I'm getting at with this point is, generally you'll see smiles. Music makes people happy. That is and will always be the bottom line. And even in the saddest situations, music, if it doesn't make people happy, it provides comfort, right? And that's something positive too. 
so if you're on stage performing with the band, you know, even if the band isn't, you know, you would say maybe a mediocre band or, or, or you know, maybe, maybe not such a well-gelled unit, but just the fact that musicians are coming together, they're on stage, they grab a couple of instruments, they're playing, it makes people happy. So you being on stage and adding your bit to that equation means that you are contributing to people's happiness. And when you when you play in front of, you know, 50 people, 10 people, 70 people, 700 people, doesn't matter. The number doesn't matter. In general, generally speaking, you play in front of an audience and you see people start tapping their feet, they're, they're dancing, it's all smiles. That is a certain feedback that you get. It's actually a very specific feedback you get from audiences when you play. If you're able to take that feedback as a positive, as a, as a compliment that you're doing something right, that will also help you to battle your nervousness. And then the final thing which you could try to do in order to battle your nervousness is trust. Now, allow me for a second, let me elaborate on this point of trust here. Have trust in yourself. Trust the musicians you're playing with. The better musicians are who you play with, the more you'll feel that you can trust them, that there won't be uh, any ridiculous mistakes on stage. Generally speaking, if you play with really good musicians, uh, or even if you don't play with really, really good musicians, if you're really prepared, if you're prepared really well, you've prepared the music really well, the band's prepared really well, you've rehearsed, or maybe if you're a freelancer, the, the band is already well gelled, you're the outsider coming in, you've prepared like I would. I mean, rigorous, leaving very little to chance, except for solos. That will give you that confidence, knowing that you you will make it through, and you will uh, you will you will contribute something positive to the band during the show or during the tour or whatever it might be. Um, trust yourself. I mean, especially when you're you know, just a hired gun, you just come in for a couple of shows or whatever. Now, here's a, here's another one of my personal philosophies on 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 the topic of trust. An artist hires me, at least I think, I'm being hired for something that they think I can bring to the table which they are most likely unable to bring to the table. That's why you're being hired, which in itself is already a massive compliment. You're getting the gig. So when I end up getting the gig, I don't get nervous. I just prepare, trust, and enjoy. So I'd say trust yourself. Trust the preparation work. Trust the band that you're playing with. Trust your talent. And most importantly, trust the music. And that concludes the first episode of my podcast. If you have any questions, please send these to vanhattanproductions at gmail. That'll be V-A-N-H-E-T-T-E-N productions at gmail.com.
Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Very much appreciated. If you'd like to know more about me, please head over to my socials. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and my YouTube channel as well. Or go to my website, ivanvanhetten.com. Thank you. Until next time.